So what did everyone hear? Cohesion. Let's say it all together. Cohesion. Cohesion. Hi, everyone. Welcome back into the workroom, a podcast dedicated to the Peabody Award-winning, twist-filled, wonderfully and sometimes infuriatingly subjective show that is Project Runway. I am Ernest. <laughs> and I'm Samelia. And yes, Samelia's back from halfway around the world. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about you as if you would never come home, but you're back. Oh my gosh, it felt like <laughs> it sometimes. <laughs> So, um, so of course, we took a week off, not because of holidays or whatever has been going on. Like, you know, who cares? We, you know, we basically took a week off because we wanted to mash up parts one and two of the season into, or the finale parts one and two, into one huge episode 26 of the Workroom Podcast. So since we have our finale for designers, uh, we'll have our own huge finale. And we were going to be finale four. Um, but we are finale three, and um, uh, we'll be joined by Shanice Ariel later on in her own um, special annex. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and so, uh, um, but in the meantime, I'd like to extend a warm welcome back to one of our best guest hosts that anyone could ever ask for, Neil and Blake. <laughs> Hi, you guys. So glad to have I'm you practic- back. <laughs> I'm glad to be yes. back. Yes. Did that sound like Nina? I'm trying. I'm working on my <laughs> Nina. <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to it's hard to tell if you know it has to come with a facial expression, <laughs> with the smirk, the side smirk, mm-hmm. and the side eye, but an under slightly lowered, you know, a furrowed brow. I'm like, hi, <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> Hello, designers. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um and so yes so we're i'm just happy that all of us were available and willing (laughs) to to dig into the last um two episodes part one and two i should say and and to anyone who's who's uh if this is your first time listening um welcome and please subscribe to us via itunes stitcher soundcloud and facebook and if you haven't been watching this episode i know i do have some some people who have been listening and have not been watching the episodes, feel free to uh, have not been watching the show. I should say, feel free to go back and catch up with us at your leisure. And, um, and if you've been saving it up, you'll have us to go along with you through the every, in every single episode of the season. And of course, all of our links will be in our show notes, um, along with the link to our cheat sheet. So since this is part one and two, the way we're going to do this week's episode is go through, um, uh, yeah, part one and two, of, of the finale and so the cheat sheets will have the three preview looks along with the 10 final collection looks because as um, we will discuss changes were made between parts one and two and so you'll be mm-hmm. able to compare before and after the judges tore them apart so <laughs> as they do every year and um of course let's let's announce where final four are and again we have Laurence. Aaron, Rick, and Roberry. So it's our final four, guys. And yeah. we have some intact brackets going into this to this um this episode. <laughs> so some bracket bragging is in, you know, is appropriate. So um so okay, so let's you know, in terms of so we're at the end of the season and both of you have 
not been around for the past few episodes. So, Samelia, you've been halfway around the world on your adventures. And, <laughs> Nayland, we have had some words via Twitter. So, mm-hmm. before we go in, would you both like to give your overall impressions of maybe this Final Four or any any thoughts that you've been just waiting and, and, and really wanting to get out before we start? Oh, I just want to say, like, too, what, too many unconventional <laughs> materials, challenges. Yeah. What, <laughs> what is the point? Three. You had the three. Yeah. And that last one was, like, ridiculous. In Austin, of all places, which is where Shanice Ariel is right now. So I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's not enough for them to make something about Austin. Right. I mean, why they fly them to Austin for like a, for a day is ridiculous anyway after they already flew them someplace else. But also like why then make that an unconventional materials challenge? Yeah. And then and then like why then make them make another garment on top of it? Right, exactly. Mhm. Mm. that to me was yeah yeah. I mean and I've I've set my piece about this as well where it kind of diminishes the the aura or the 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 wonderfulness and the very uniqueness of the unconventional challenge it's the Mm -hmm. first time where I've heard unconventional and just rolled my eyes I was like really it's becoming meaningless now (laughs) yeah it's no longer exciting it's just one more thing and of course me thinking it's a ruse for I hope I'm using that word right. Um, a mm-hmm. ruse to just sort of play to the strengths of Aaron. I just am convinced that <laughs> they just threw it oh. in there. It wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. But they're like, you know what? We really want to propel Aaron to Fashion Week. So let's put some unconventional materials in there. She almost won that episode. She didn't win it, but she 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 came in pretty high. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I, I just in, had a twinge of conspiracy theory feelings on that one yeah well i just kept thinking i i like her more without dexter there i know it's like so long ago that he was butted off but like the pat the last few episodes have been (laughs) have been great you know what i agree i agree too i know because that go ahead no, that was that was feeling like a kind of um, toxic pairing there. Yeah, because yeah. I also think there is some weird feeling back and forth where they're in their own little bubble of a world and not really. They just didn't know that there were um, consequences to their words and actions and things that <laughs> things that they would say to people. Um, mm-hmm. And because they would they would be there for each other going, you're amazing. And he's like, no, 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 you're amazing. And then they go, well, we're both amazing. We're just focused on each other and we're both amazing people. And how can anyone else dislike us? And it's like, well, you know, get a clue. <laughs> you know, get out of that weird bubble and stop wearing Dexter t-shirts. It's, it's just got on my nerves. But mm-hmm. um, Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, yeah, but I also I I think it's like I think about this challenge like the challenge where they went to Paris that time, 
And that was sort of like the couture challenge. And it was really about, okay, now show us everything that you can do. We're going to get to the finalists and you really have to like, really show us something about yourself as designers. And this was the opposite of that. It was like, it's a, it's supposed to be about the place and then it's about the materials and it, and this is the time in the season where they should really be honing in on like what their sense of themselves as designers is. Yeah, I wonder in a way mm-hmm. if that's something because I, I think that's what I was most disappointed in because Cornelius, of course, was in my bracket and your bracket too. No, no, wasn't she wasn't in your bracket, Samila. He was in um, Shanice's bracket. But, you know, I thought that he was just getting his footing, working with real materials. Um, and, and I think because of, of three unconventional challenges, again, th- it was almost, a, you know, a way of throwing them off and mm-hmm. already nerve wracking enough. So, you know, why? And we always know there's going to be a twist in the last challenge. But usually it's like, yeah, a couture or an avant garde challenge where they're still able to have um, a pretty straightforward process to how they usually make things and you know mm-hmm. you're disadvantaged if you I, I you know i kind of you know felt like cornelius from the very beginning this was not a good run for him um with these unconventional materials but yeah uh so now we're we're not that we're just left with this has been an amazing season <laughs> so we have mm-hmm. four great designers who mm-hmm. made it on a fashion week and of course, part one, um, you know, begins with the send off, the grand send off by Tim and Heidi and the congratulations. And hey, guys, we have. I really didn't write down the budget. What, what, what is Nine thousand dollars. Nine thousand dollars for 10 looks. OK, nine thousand dollars for 10 looks. And uh, they have what, six weeks mm-hmm. to make these things. And then, of course, Tim is going to do his um, fly around and visit all of them in their respective studios two weeks before fashion week, which is surprisingly not a lot of time. So let's jump off. So Tim first goes to LA, you know, two birds with one stone. We have two people in LA, Logans and Rick. So he stops off with Logans at her beautiful loft with with these huge ceilings mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, Tim asks her to talk about her piece and, and her inspiration for her work. And uh, she, she shares that it's about her life experience going from um, going through a rough time into um, into the, to the light, having like a really hard personal story. And of course, Tim has to interview her because Laurence is notorious for not saying anything this whole mm-hmm. season, just putting her head down and working. And so he goes, Laurence, I don't know your story. What is your story? So she tells a heart-wrenching story that we've all heard about her father, but goes into a little bit more. Um, clearly she is, is and has been going through a lot. Um, oh, where she's still trying to figure things out, but trying to, to find, as she says, the beauty in everything. Um, and so I, you know, to me, um, it wasn't quite constructive for me or instructive for me to hear a little bit more of the story. Um, if anything, it was almost just, you know, 
it was really really heartbreaking <laughs> yeah yeah it was so rough um but you know it, it, i think it's interesting that she uses uses this as a jumping off point for her collection because then of course you're going to have to talk about it and um and so you know w- what were your thoughts of this interaction and then this visit with tim and Laurence? anyone I mean, it's hard, hard not to just be in love with her, right? Um, but it's also her, the intensity of the feeling. Mm-hmm. And also, I felt that it really very much carried over into her interaction with her daughter. Yeah. And and how much it was like, you know, when her daughter was talking about like, well... You know, I like being in New York more than I like being here, but I came out here to support, you know, to support my mom. And that just that sense of like the, you know, you really felt like, yeah, she's really had to work for this. This is she's really um, none of this has been handed to her. And and it's so. Uh, the sort of intensity of her, you know, of her struggle in a way felt very moving to me. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Um, I mean, I, and I think it's interesting. I, I think, you know, for someone who has been so well put together this entire season and mm-hmm. has been so consistent with what she makes and everything, she, you know, even um, seemed a little bit more different after telling that story to Tim. Um, you know, and um, I don't know. I, 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 but I at the same time wonder if it also dampened a little bit of Tim's re- um, um, critique of her work. And so mm. um, she's, she shows the, she goes through the collection. Um, after you know talking about the inspiration and she was like I don't have any black um, but I'm doing my own interpretation of what the darkness is and going into the light and you know and I think that's that's really interesting working outside of what she has been known for and probably mm-hmm. used as like a safety net but the first one of the first pieces she pulls out is this wonderful leather jumpsuit that looks just like the one she won the Just Fab challenge with mm-hmm. and um, Tim doesn't say anything which I thought I was a little shocked with. And um, not that you can't redo that jumpsuit, but she won and it almost looks very similar to it. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, I just didn't think that there was enough, um, enough critical um, response to what she was actually doing. Um, yeah. I don't know if, if, if you guys agree or disagree. I, I mean, I didn't have a problem with that, but, I had a real problem with that brocade jacket. What? Yeah, it didn't seem like it went with the with the whole <laughs> with everything else she was doing. I I hated that textile. Yeah. And was that I, the only thing that she had in brocade? Yeah. Like in that yes. Textile? Yeah. That was the only thing See, that she had in that that's fabric. Kind of odd. And I think it was the only thing that went with those uh, those like very pastel green pants. Like that was the only kind of pastel green she had. Yeah, and those and that color was terrible. Like 
bronze and yeah. like mint. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just that, thought that there was a lot that he could have said about yeah. this. So. Yeah. I I did kind of love her sac de poubelle. Wait, say it again. Sac de... <laughs> what is it? Sac de, poub- de oh, poubelle? Oh, yeah. Sac de poubelle. Yeah. Her... Yes. The garbage <laughs> bag. The garbage bag dress. <laughs> <laughs> I I really thought that was so precious and so wonderful. And mm-hmm. um oh man, I don't know why. I just thought, man, that is something that you could have carried in other ways and we'll see that she she kind of does, but it doesn't really um I don't know. In a, in a way, it almost doesn't go with the rest of the collection because it, it you know, it's linen, but it it looks looks very uh casual and mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. um what else oh gosh what's the other word i'm trying not to say poor because it isn't it doesn't look poor but it looks um modest in a way mm-hmm. compared to everything else so i don't know you know i don't know maybe this is um a new route for her also you know trying to make something that is um inspired by emotion and and, and emotional inspiration so um yeah i don't know i just wish tim had said more (laughs) yeah 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 i I definitely could see like a lot of the turmoil in her work like it it didn't seem like she was allowing herself to kind of be free of boundaries Mm -hmm. you know like it was like all the pieces that she had were gorgeous, but you know, really well tailored, but it still seemed pretty safe. Yeah, you know. And her loft is gorgeous. It's just I know. Very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> like my mouth. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> oh my god! Open the door. I was like, wait a second. Where are the ceilings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Tim says it keeps going. Uh, yes, <laughs> and she had that beautiful couch, and 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 you'll you'll notice later on. Um, I was so thrown off because I've of course I've seen both episodes twice, but did you guys notice her logo on one of the T-shirts in the background when she's on the couch talking? Oh to no, him? I missed that. Yeah, so so spoiler alert. This is not a spoiler, but they'll be able to make their own logos um, for the preview collection walk, and um, so she basically she already has a logo so she uses her old logo and it's already on a t-shirt there ah. and it looks great and you know she is whatever she's great she yeah. has it all the together. yes oh wow yeah yeah <laughs> super serious um okay so um let's move on to rick <laughs> so yeah my first comment was <laughs> bowling Really? I know. I was like, what? I mean, what about Myra, Rick's cousin, who showed up with stilettos? <laughs> oh, my. For bowling. I just I just felt so sorry for her. She was like, I'm going to be on camera. And then he calls her out. He's like, wow, are you dressed for bowling? Like, oh, no, she's wearing stilettos in a really tight dress. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, 
but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, it's interesting. I wonder if, um, cause Tim gets all strikes as we see. I wonder if that's, if that was for real or if they actually just put oh, it in there. The, I call shenanigans on all of that. <laughs> Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah. I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah. I was like, come on, you're not going to just like tiptoe up there and then just happen to throw a strike. <laughs> Exactly. Well, also, like, what producer is going like, oh, my God, we just had someone, like, tell the story of their estrangement from their family. How are we going to lighten the tone here? It's like, I know. We'll put Tim Tim in a bowling alley, and there'll be, like, wacky tiptoe music behind him. (laughs) (laughs) You know? I mean, uh, ugh. You can tell Tim is, like, good at bowling anyway. (laughs) Like, okay, Tim, tiptoeing up there yeah. like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know what? I believe that, too. Because I really was looking at it. I was like, is that the same ball? And how are we going to find out? Because I have a friend who is, she's basically a semi-professional bowler. And mm-hmm. oh she would have such issues with his approach shot and his pullback and his form and everything. And I was like, and then you're going to strike. Oh, I'd be so furious. But yeah. um, oh, man. You know, they all seem really good. They're all getting strikes, according to, you know, TV magic. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but I kind of wonder if, because um, Rick's story, you know, he's he cries about it all the time. Every time he tells a story, you know, if this was a way for the producers to preempt that and go, look, look, Rick, no crying this time. We're going to take you right. to a, a neutral location. <laughs> Right. You're gonna have to try real hard to cry, <laughs> and then we're gonna go see your clothes. So we're gonna make you work for the tears. And so um, yeah, I I agree with you. I I felt like it was like I, they're like we gotta cram some fun in here somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay. So then we go back to Rick's Rick's own beautiful loft studio. Hmm. Um, so, so he, so he apparently is is working on a collection that delves delves into optical illusions as a concept. And um, what were your and the sixties? Oh, right, and the sixties, sixties mod slash punk nod, I guess. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I thought I thought this was very gimmicky <laughs> because the optical illusions sort of stop with four garments. And then mm-hmm. everything else is a sort of a, a loose interpretation of this embroidery that um, is, which is denim on denim. He says that his mom and his aunts are doing for him by hand. And um, yeah, what were your, what were you guys' thoughts on, on Tim's reaction to, to this? Samilla, what'd you think? Uh, I mean, I definitely agreed with Tim when he was like, this, you know, doesn't, it doesn't look like the lady that's wearing that is going to also wear this, you know, it, it looks like completely different look, like he seems all over the place with this. That was my first thought. I was like, how does the denim, how's that going with the black and white stuff and then the cream Yeah. and then the gown he has on the dress forms, like, oh mm-hmm. my it wasn't even like a gown. It looked like a or whatever, like separate. a casual white dress <laughs> that that maybe you, you know, if you're 15, wearing it to your first communion. I don't know, 
but it just didn't. <laughs> you know, it was just really. I just didn't get it. I was. Yeah. I thought the embroidery yeah, was I had a lot gorgeous of on it, but um. Yeah. Yeah, but mm. the white just did not work out. And this white on white to me is is weird because even you know even in this shot with you know with Tim and and Rick going through the going through the collection it's really hard to see what um it's hard to see that embroidery hard to see the details of of the clothes it's sort of like just black on black it's the same with white on white in a way mm-hmm. you just sort of lose impact mhm so i i have to say like the denim like they cut to the rack and I saw the denim and I was like, Oh no, he's blown you, it. Cause what did you think? Of I was that? just, <laughs> I, 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 I was like, and, and you know, by this point in the season, I'm kind of crushing out on Rick. I'm like, are you all right? Really? Oh, I, I like, uh, I think he's super cute. So what, what is but, it? But, it, uh, but that's like him mm-hmm. as a, as a, just a, you know, as a person, oh, not, right, right. As, not as a, not, not the, the not the clothes. Mates. I'm not the, you know, <laughs> I think the clothes are up and down, but I thought <laughs> like, but, but as soon as I saw that dent, like, and when he said Sergeant Pepper and like pulled that denim off, I was oh, like, man. I know I'm old. And I, and I spent a lot of time looking at the Sergeant Pepper album cover. I don't know how you got that from this. Hmm. Like how you get this from that? Yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, there's it nothing is... remotely, uh, remotely close to it for you at all. The kind of no. I mean, there's if you, it's it's like the thing that everybody thinks about with the Sgt. Pepper album cover is those like bright satin versions of band uniforms, mm-hmm. like marching band uniforms and mm-hmm. military uniforms. And so I could see going that route, but it was like, what is this? Hmm. Yeah. It it just was, it looked so weak to me. Like all of the pieces, I was really, really distressed. (laughs) You know, and I, I really, because I, I will, you know, I go, I will go into it with a benefit of the doubt. And especially when Tim comes in and says, yeah, um, as Amelia said, it's basically three different fashion shows three different women it's not cohesive which is the mm-hmm. the um the buzzword of these two episodes mm-hmm. that <laughs> denim to me was personally upsetting but i was willing to go with it i i i'm so tired of denim after kini after majing oh I, man you know, I saw oh, that goodness. and i was like if no, they allow another guys, person on project can runway we, can we ban <laughs> Can we just ban denim? And and it's not fair to denim. It's not fair. <laughs> I know. I kind rational, of agree though. <laughs> but, yeah. But I Well, saw, and that's the thing. When you have like two people who really have done actually pretty impressive stuff with denim, mm-hmm. you know, I mean it, yes, is like way too much, but still oh, um yeah. it's that what Rick was doing with it was really, really bland to right. me. It was it was you know Samilia's favorite word to me and 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 Tim didn't <laughs> use it but I would have used it Bossic. for the silhouettes Bossic. <laughs> Bossic silhouettes <laughs> Bossic. yep <laughs> yep it was uh, 
So, um, I, I, yeah, I just, I just wasn't feeling it, but I, you know, it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, take it somewhere, even though I don't necessarily agree with how you're doing it. Um, but I also mm-hmm. thought the optical illusion thing was just, it was just a cop out. Oh, oh man. Don't yeah. Do the, the faces and the vase. I mean, yeah. I know. It's like, what? What yeah. are we eight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Enough of that. Like, come on. <laughs> Enough. All right. Yeah. It, yeah. But yeah. Any final words on Rick? Mm. You want to say something, Nealon? No, no, no. You sure? Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> next we're going to your favorite person. <laughs> we're going to Boston to Mass Art to visit Erin. So yeah. she she is in Boston in Cambridge. So again, she reminds us that she just graduated from Mass Art. And mm-hmm. so she goes back and asks them basically to let her use any kind of any empty space they have so she can make her Project Runway um, New York Fashion Week collection, which I think is ingenious and yes. so um she has this wonderful classroom where she's getting all of her textiles together and yes there is a lot going on um of course she doesn't have anything made we have two weeks we have 10 days not even two <laughs> weeks we have 10 days oh my gosh. and um uh yeah so so there is a a cacophony of of things going on she's making her own textiles she is um, commissioned friends, artists to make um, uh, hand painted works and and custom textiles and drawings and things like that that represent her friends. She's mm-hmm. making a vibed collection. The collection has a vibe, not necessarily a concept, but the vibe is fun and friends. So Tim, of course, is is weirded out by this. But I think he's jumped on board with the judges and it's kind of like, you know, what? it doesn't matter what I say or what I think. They're going to like you anyway. So he's given up. He's given up the fight and uh, isn't even um, he's only weirded out by the fact that she doesn't have a single garment done. Um, But other than that, all of the things that she has together, all the numerous textiles, he doesn't do what he usually does, which we usually do, which is question whether or not it's too much. If there's too much going on, whether or not you should pull back and focus, he just is kind of like, you know what? I'm just gonna let you do your thing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I don't know. What, what, what did you guys think of this? I wasn't freaked well, out. Well, first all. of all, when I yeah, I I wasn't when I saw her. I mean, you know, I've loved Aaron since the beginning. So, <laughs> <laughs> when I saw, I was really excited. Like her sketch was like, "Oh yeah!" And then she was like showing Tim different things. I'm like, "Oh, get it, girl! That's gonna be awesome!" So I was just really excited to see what she created from all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, she's gonna pull it together because it's Aaron. <laughs> I'm not sure she if she was gonna pull it together, but you know, I I, don't, I didn't. I didn't really think anything of it because I was like, you know, if you haven't learned now, you're getting ready for a fashion week and it's 10 days and you don't have a single garment, then what's the point of getting caught up in a tizzy over the fact that you're a procrastinator for fashion week <laughs> in New York? Really? You know, it's Galas class. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. And it's also, it's, it's like they're not going to let somebody get to fashion week and not send down a collection. Right. Exactly. Right. So there's going to be something there. Right. Right. So, so 
Um, Nayland, how did you feel about this visit with Aaron from Tim? <laughs> I mean, I, just, uh, totally expected. Fine, fine. <laughs> I I will I will have my Aaron. say on Aaron later okay. on. Okay, all right, let's move um, on. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I yeah, I just it's like of course it's yeah. she yeah there she is in art school <laughs> like. You know, you go to you go to do the studio visit with her, and she's like, "Well, I don't really have anything done, but I'm gonna have I'll have it for my show." And and you're you called it exactly right. It's like Tim is like, "Okay, well, I clearly I can't help you with this. Just mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're gonna do." Yeah. <laughs> but any thoughts about? I was just gonna move on to Raberry um, and skip over the dinner they had or the cocktails they had with Tim. <laughs> at the restaurant but i thought they're hmm no go ahead no i actually did appreciate i mean the bit of her story that came from her mentor and like the idea that she was going to be a dental hygienist you know i mean that was like very interesting mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. and and i get that probably like, I could see why she's so into her friends, because probably she came from the situation where she was kind of like the only weirdo mm-hmm. and was preparing herself for a life of not being a weirdo. And somebody saw something in her and was like, no, like, go to art school. Like, there's other people like you. You should, you know, you should do something creative. And so that I appreciate that, you know, yeah. that was that was actually a really nice, you know, piece of her backstory. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought that was really, really lovely too. Especially yeah. since this, you know, I don't know. It, it, it kind of reminded me of one of my mentors, but still in photography where mm-hmm. she you know years before i did move to new york she told me she's like you should just go to new york i was like what are you talking about i'm in philly <laughs> I'm just gonna stay mm-hmm. here. and and so you know it's it's nice to have those mentors especially for her to have someone who's not in the fashion industry but pushed mm-hmm. her, saw her creativity as a dental hygienist assistant or whatever she was doing yeah um you know and i i'm i'm curious as to you know what what that was or or what she saw or you know what creative spark um appeared not even just in her personality or even the way she dressed but you know other things where she's like "Hmm, let's let's rethink this so Mm -hmm. so yeah all right so we leave boston so tim leaves his people at the table all by themselves he's like bye guys i'm going back to new york <laughs> and his plate of food i know and his plate of food <laughs> and his drink he's like, he just, he's like, <laughs> look you can either you can either get tim gunn to bowl or eat but like <laughs> but both is pressing Can't do both. <laughs> and so um so we we meet back up with roberry who is in new york and um of course, they open uh, before just talking with him and he gets to speak with his, his family in Venezuela. Um, and, you know, we have a, a, another heart to heart with Tim. I love how they mm-hmm. mix up the order of everything. It's like, before we get to your collection, let's, you know, 
sort of humanize you in another way. Mm-hmm. And so we are, we kind of know Roberry's um, story about leaving Venezuela, leaving Caracas and having to move to Miami. And so he settled in, in New York. Um, and before we go on and talk about his collection, I don't want to skip over this hard to talk, hard to heart talk with Tim. If any of you guys had any impressions or no, we can move first, on to the, to the show. First of all, you said as if Roberry needs to be humanized. I mean, I, I mm-hmm. practically almost cry every time he starts talking. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. He's just so passionate about everything. I think that's so gorgeous, you know? Yeah. 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 He is my favorite. Yeah. He's it was very favorite. sweet in that yeah. way. Yeah. But yeah. and also I think it's good for people to hear about like it is like Venezuela is a mess mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just like that stuff about like there's nothing on the shelves and the in the grocery stores and there's no medical supplies. It's like that is not a joke. Like yeah. it really is things are in really bad shape. Yep. So yeah. You know, I think it was great to kind of get that out there as well. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so so we're we get to head to um, another gorgeous workspace in New York, and mm-hmm. um, and he opens with showing his watercolor sketches to Tim, which I just thought were absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> I thought yeah. the sketches were so beautiful and very vibrant and well presented. Um, mm-hmm. And so, of course, he goes into explaining um, that he's creating, I think this is a quote, different moments from different places and different people and trying to create confusion and chaos. And as if this is a woman who's different, who goes to different places. So, (laughs) so, of course, this confuses (laughs) Tim um, because many of his pieces are um, very, are very, um, unlike each other there is not a lot of cohesion going through which is one of his um purposes like he's doing that on purpose for a lot of them so he so tim to me okay he asked roberry a question that i thought he would have asked aaron which is is it too much and should you try to focus and so um I, you know as much as roberry tries to explain himself i kind of know that with tim and even with these judges trying to explain to them um, difference and having to having that as a concept when you are trying to present something that is quote unquote cohesive or something in a venue where people expect things to relate to one another visually in some type of way. Um, he wasn't really helping himself out, but um, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was a fair critique, but I also kind of recalled back to, you know, why didn't you critique Aaron that way? Why aren't you letting Roberry be as different as he wants to be? Um, because I thought so far it's, it was the harshest review out of everybody so far. Um, yeah. So did you guys have any thoughts on that one? Yeah. He gets deep into it with him and, and it's weird. I thought Hmm. because Roberry showed like out of the three people that we saw, actual finished garments from i felt like the stuff that roberry showed was um you know had had the most interest and had the most um 
the most life to it. And I and it seemed to me like and when Tim sort of went at it when it's like, Okay, well, if this is your design, then you're not a designer, you're a dressmaker. Yeah. Yeah. Was that was like, whoa. I know. I was like, dang, Tim. <laughs> But but Tim uses your words, Amelia, to describe Roberia's collection. I know, and I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, he does. Yeah. I mean, I I could see that with the one dress on the dress form, but I think overall, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have agreed. Yeah. And I think it was really, that's what he's been doing all season is taking conventional silhouettes and doing something a bit different with them. That's what he did with the last challenge. Mm -hmm. where He made that very simple silhouetted asymmetrical dress, but he did Mm -hmm. some really interesting things with the, um, with the seaming and the patterning and Mm -hmm. you know, why, why can't he keep doing that? But um, I just thought it was really Again, and that, you know, as as we all love him so much, that he was so passionate about this difference, and I'm like, no, it's not gonna. <laughs> but you know, but yeah. it was something that came from a genuine place, and to him made, um, very much made sense. But also, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know, was 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 something that I, you know, I I feel like he was having a hard time, um being understood even though for him he sees it very clearly and so i i, I kind of felt for him there yeah so yeah all right well so um so we have our runway preview so we can jump to anyone's first impressions um so of course we you know they head back to their old stomping grounds in green points first mm-hmm. and then um you know they're 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 back in um, back in the workroom, showing off their their clothes. They've had their champagne um, toast, and they're pretty much ready to get back to work. So, I figured right now we can just from from this point on until the preview runway. Do you guys have any I, any like any thoughts about this whole period of time where they're trying to get ready their three looks for the judges? It was it was sweet to me to see how they seemed genuinely happy to see each other again. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was actually really nice the way that they're all like um, joking with each other and greeting each other. Yeah, because I thought you know. it was interesting that Aaron said, you know, I don't think any, no one I know can can relate to what I'm going through right now, but these people can. And mm-hmm. you know, even if you do have friends who are creative and 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 artists as well, this is a very again very telling that it's a unique experience and very intense. And um, it you know, and it is nice that this season that they genuinely get along and they mm-hmm. genuinely respect each other. There isn't any weird mm-hmm. drama of you know, oh no, so and so is going to see me again. We've watched the season and you said this about me, and it's no, they're just coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, yeah. And then we also, we also, um, sort of, you know, are able to get into our, their last minute things. It seems as if everyone has work to do still. Rick starts filming right away as soon as they jump into the workroom. 
Um, Aaron isn't done with anything. I think she has garments, but there's, of course. you know, how can you make 10 looks in 10 days? You can't. Right. <laughs> so it seems as if the only one who really is ready for the most part, maybe is Laurence. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Ruberry, but I, I kind of think maybe Ruberry and Laurence so far are, are in their best, are in the best position going into this mm-hmm. review. Um, so, so let's jump to the preview, actually. So the, the rules are they have to choose three looks that represent their their collection, any three looks. And then the judges are going to give them feedback and they can take it or leave it, but um, they want a preview before Fashion Week. And I believe it's a day and a half before mm-hmm. the actual big runway show. And um, for this special one, Heidi is on a TV stand within a TV. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was, oh my gosh. I was like, are you kidding me? So thoughts on oh. this. So she, so she's on the runway, but she's disembodied. She's, she's <laughs> sitting somewhere in Los Angeles, probably filming America's got talent or whatever that show she's on. And, um, so she's not there, but she can see them and they can see her. And uh, she's specially joined by Michael Kors. And they have an excruciatingly corny skit um, before they actually have the runway. So, yeah. um, I'm glad to have Michael Kors back, but I'm not glad to see him doing skits. So I just feel like (laughs) don't give him anything to read. Just let him go. He's good off the guy. Um, Anyway, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Michael's team of writers have prepared him to respond to fashion. <laughs> they have they have not written lines for this <laughs> weird thing where he's supposed to pretend to haul Heidi's monitor off. Which you know, of course, like they had to do three different setups for that. So he had to pretend to do that three times. Oh my god. <laughs> because as you've you reminded know? us, Nayland, the judges and the, the designers are not there at the same time. <laughs> and depending on where those cameras are angled, you do have yes. to reshoot this. And so yeah. what is it like to sit there as a designer? And as one of the judges and have to go through Michael Kors and Heidi doing a skit oh several, several times. Yeah. I have to say yeah. Heidi is a pro oh. at this. Like she's <laughs> yeah. She's perfectly talented. you know, she's got the perfect skill set for all of this. And I, I just kind of I can't ignore the fact that the designers are also thinking in their on their faces, this is ridiculous. Can we just can we just right. get this over with? Right. <laughs> They're tired of laughing. <gasps> Yes, and well, I but I do also love Heidi mm. going like, "Don't worry, I'll be able to see you. I see everything." <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I know. Oh, kind of creepy. Whole thing was just so odd. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So of course, this takes us into the the actual runway. So we have our normals and Michael Kors. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and, and, and you can see these first three pieces um, in the um, in our show notes. So just go to the cheat sheet and every designer has their own page. And the top three looks are the preview looks. So um, 
yeah so if you guys want to we don't have to go through each one because we'll, we can revisit them when we do the actual runway um for fashion week but um just going to point out that the the big word for this whole show was cohesion and the judges think that most of the collections are lacking in cohesion and mm-hmm. um and essentially they're given a day and a half to make any changes that they've they've been asked to do so um do you guys want to run through any changes or or how, how, how are you doing on on this we can um sort of do that whole run through when we do the whole thing what, what are your thoughts well, they do do some switching up on the on the stuff that gets sent down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm uh, again. I was like, it sort of just reconfirmed what I was feeling about them from the initial visit. Like Rick sent person? down, yeah. Like Rick sent down that weird jumpsuit mm-hmm. in the denim, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so so bad and then that weird powerpuff girls dress oh man yeah. <laughs> that's the dress that everyone loved with the uh two arrows coming around the drop drop waist mm-hmm. um two arrows or a bow and it's a leather dress but yeah definitely powerpuff girls going on there um very 60s um almost <laughs> And then, and also, you know, again, this whole mm-hmm. um, thing where I just kind of don't like the postmortem coming down the runway where you have the, the designers going, oh, yeah, I saw that jumpsuit come down and I realized, oh, it's too baggy. I should have lost the belt. Like, really? So you, you send down this jumpsuit and it's baggy. It doesn't fit. This is one of the three looks. You had seven other looks to choose from. So... Why wouldn't, never mind. It's like, you know, I don't know. Why wouldn't you choose an impeccable one to present your work? Why would you leave yourself open and get, get cut apart? Um, so yeah, yeah. So, so they, 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 they pretty much um, rip Rick, Rick apart for his lack of cohesion. And he shows his three ladies um, and three collections, three actual three <laughs> collections there. Um mm-hmm. And people are kind of nonplussed by it. And I, I feel as if the same thing happened with everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 even with with Roberry as well. So um and, but I think with Roberry it was the most confusing because his he got a lot of mixed feedback where people were like, Yeah, sex it up. He goes and then other people telling him not to sex it up and just give it an oomph or whatever word they used. And so, juice, juice, juice it up! <laughs> My goodness, it's like oh, use, your, use other words, please. I know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he again got a really rough go in terms of critique. Yeah, and Laurent again sent down mm-hmm. that jacket and pant combo. <laughs> the brocade which, jacket that you both yeah. love. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautifully cut jacket, but mm-hmm. it's like uh, that material is mystifying to me. And again, like no one called her on that color. They're always so quick to go, oh, this looks really matronly or this looks really old. I'm like, I mean, my grandmother literally had a bedroom in those colors. Yeah. So 
my like. my aunt had a couch wrapped in plastic that we sat on <laughs> in that same material. <laughs> and all they called out was the peekaboo belly button. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Un- I don't understand why people are so bothered by belly buttons on this show. This is the second time where we were like, you know what? Belly buttons offend me. It's like, really? Can you can you be offended by something real? So <laughs> they really didn't like that. And, you know, she had, that was something that she had to fix. Not the fact that it is, to me, very matronly. It's a, it's a quote-unquote sexy cut because there's no shirt underneath. But that's mm-hmm. it. You know, she left that open. And I love how she goes, the pants are too tight, but I hope they don't notice. I'm like, what, Laurence? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I hope they don't notice that the pants are tight. Uh, you have a very thin model and you make the t- the pants tight. Um, oh my gosh! So, mm. uh, but but did anything excite you guys? Anything stand out where you're just like, yes, my bracket is secure, or anything that you're proud of in this first row? I mean, they mostly it seemed like they were hitting um, Riberi on the styling. Mm-hmm. And and I really liked I liked what he sent down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I had some questions about the third look that the sort of those big pants, the pants in particular tied mm-hmm. with the rope. Yeah, seemed a, a little like too casual for me. Yeah. What about you, Samelia? Um. What was the question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did anything did anything excite oh you or or stand out? Because um, since the judges really went down really hard on the designers, did anything to you um, just kind of give you confidence in your your bracket choices or something that just seemed exciting? Um, I actually, I I mean, I'm all about Aaron. <laughs> I love. <laughs> I love the fun that exudes from her work. And, and I mean, it's just so her. I've, yeah. I felt like, I mean, yes, the three that she sat down weren't as cohesive, but I felt like mostly because of the the long, flowy dress thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But overall, I, I did feel like um, what she had was the most cohesive. Like, you could see fun in every look. Hmm. Yeah. Like it, it makes you know what? No, no, no. Um, d- d- that I, you know, I used to get sick of them saying, "Oh, this makes me smile," or that, this, this, and that, or whatever. Um, but that seems to be like a a real, um, g- uh, legitimate reaction now <laughs> to certain things, mm-hmm. and and also the fact that she was going for a vibe instead of an actual concept, um. I think there there are lots of things with Aaron's collection that that they're letting slide that they never would let slide before. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I have to say that I really loved her her first dress, her neoprene off the shoulder thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, and I agree, it, it was um, it was interesting. It was an interesting to look at, and I would think in comparison to everyone else's, it was so different. Um, right. So not cohesive, but but different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so yeah, so so Tim is there to write down notes for everyone, just in case they all forget what the mm-hmm. judges have told them. The many many things, 
and because uh, they talked a lot. Um, yeah, so 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 they're able to go back to mood after this runway feedback um, critique with five hundred dollars, and uh, which I think is a lot of money um, mm-hmm. to to fix things. But mm-hmm. you know, they just had it in their budget. I guess we're just going to keep around two thousand dollars for you guys to go back to mood. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think they used to give them ten thousand to do the collection. What? I thought it was I thought I don't know why I thought last time was eight thousand. Oh. oh, maybe I'm wrong about that. No, no, but I, this year they had four. I mean, you know, usually they have three and four if they're forced. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that was why they gave them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Anyway, um, but yeah, I'm the thing that I was surprised about this is that they did not pull the. And look, we have some people to help you. Oh. And and oh, drag yeah. back like eliminated designers. Hmm. Um, which I'm glad of actually. Yeah. But uh, but I was but I was like when they were all sitting there in there in the in the break room like completely downcast mm-hmm. after the critique I was like okay they're going to let him go to mood and they're going to give him like helpers. Right. And no. No. I and okay so I have to remember the last time where there was like a a really awful critique where there was a lot of work to be done afterwards was Keeney. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. When yeah. Keeney was basically told to redo his entire collection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did they have help? I think they did. Because okay. wasn't there a whole thing about, like, who was going to pick, uh, like, like who was going to pick who? Mm-hmm. And you did, the people that... You wanted to get the people who were really good sewers who mm-hmm. weren't going to like cause more stress. Okay. I don't know. I just yeah, they had help. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I also think that was a good thing here too because they didn't have a lot of time. I I figure I, if I remember correctly, whenever they do have helpers, they're there a few days before Fashion Week. And right. They only got yeah. here the day before Fashion Week. Yeah. So. So yeah, um, all right. So so the designers, uh, we're going to just morph right on into part two, where they they go into mood and mm-hmm. um, they're looking for new materials. And um, I think we get another another swatch encounter here. <laughs> yes, we get our final our final bit of swatch. Our last bit of swatch. <laughs> who is clearly over it by this point? Yeah, swatch and, like is swatch. Like, I haven't asleep. had my coffee yet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and Tim is like, I don't think that Swatch is even aware that we were here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I laughed out loud. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, it makes me wonder just how early they were in there. And I think that they must have been in there kind of early. <laughs> um. Yeah, so they all they all grab, you know, supplemental fabrics and things like that. Um, did anything stand out to you guys here? It was so fast, but I don't know if anything jumped out at anyone. The, they all seem to be running for that leather. Oh, that's right. Because who has to make new leather? 
um, shoot, Aaron. Rick. Rick. Rick decides yes. to make like a leather dress. Right. And then who else? Logan's probably runs for leather, of course. Yes. Um, and Aaron. Aaron. Okay. Interesting. I don't remember that. Um, yeah, me either. <laughs> huh. But yeah, no. <laughs> I think I remember her pulling out more neoprene. I just just assumed that she was going for more of that. More of that. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So so we head back into the into the workroom after the whole. Um, Mood madness, and we get Tim's final critique time with each of the designers, and um, we start off in order: R- Rick, Laurence, Aaron, and then Roberry. Um, I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I I I don't really. I didn't really notice anything different from these critiques than previously. But I don't know. Did anything stand out to you guys with anyone? I think we also get like a little montage with each one of them during the course of the episode that sort of like shows all of their looks and like when they've it's like some of it some of the response was good some of the response was bad mm-hmm. you know with Rick like we get we go back to Heidi asking if she can see cheek oh that, right yeah you know so it's like there's with each one of them, we get like a little recap of what they've done to date. I think that recap of Rick is really interesting, considering that, you know, uh, you know, on his preview um, runway judging period, they asked him to shorten up a lot of his pieces. And, mm-hmm. and at one time he goes, yeah, I just don't want to show too much skin, but I guess a little sex goes a long way. It's like, really? And they show that last, that first... <laughs> outfit he made mm-hmm. that actually yeah. showed a lot a lot of skin in inappropriate ways <laughs> and i was just like huh that's interesting that you are uncomfortable with that yet yeah, you showed all of that the first episode um yeah I, I totally forgot about that well i think he kind of i think they were so harsh on him that it kind of scared it out of him mm-hmm. going forward and if you look at it overall like the most successful like thing that he had was the piece that he made for his mom. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. conservative. Um, mm-hmm. Very mature. Very appropriate for the situation. It was a little Aaron esque, though. Really? If I remember. I felt no. like that. Well, you the, uh, well, well, I just mean like with the little with the heart stitching. Yeah, like that kind of bold. Like detail, mm-hmm. um, but simple. I feel like that was kind of like Aaron esque. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just me. No, I, I, I can see that. I, I can see what you're saying, but he also really tied it into like mariachi, right, right, outfits, right. And mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. oh well, it's interesting. Yes, like that was one of the few times that you actually heard him talk about looking at other fashion and really deriving something from it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. So of course he tries to incorporate that more into his looks here, and um. So he's decided to mix up his collection and pretty much, um, re again remake 
uh, well remake not make another of those leather dresses that the judges loved everyone seemed to only like his little leather dress so mm-hmm. he's gonna make another one of those and then pretty much just mix the denim with the black and white prints with the the black and yellow leather that he's made mm-hmm. um and tim and i wrote this down he tells him i want you to let go of as much as you can of your initial vision for these looks. <laughs> Which I thought was so wrong to say. You know, it's just such a, it was such a kind of like a, a nasty Tim comment where he's like, yeah, I just want you to let that go. Just, just whatever you thought you that know, was going to be is not going to be that. It's like, come on. But, uh, but I can totally see that. Like, okay, so here's, here's my sort of teacher thing, right? right. <laughs> like, like, Ernest, when you're making a show, there's a certain point where you have like all the ideas that are going into making the show and you're thinking about all of these things. And then there's a certain point where it's like, you have to hang the show and there's the stuff that you have and you have to like, let go of everything that you thought you were going to say with it and really look at what it's saying. Okay. The stuff that you actually have and then work through that. And I, I, that's the way that I sort of took Tim's comment that was like, forget about like what you thought your inspiration was. Look at the pieces that you have in front of you and how are you going to, present them like what's the story that they are now telling you right yeah which which makes sense i i i would just say that just the way tim worded it was so dismissive mm-hmm. of his initial vision which was an issue <laughs> uh-huh. I, I will agree but it essentially was just like whatever you thought that was it is not <laughs> so mm. work with it <laughs> With yeah. what you have in the way it's going to go, because your initial vision for these were was was inherently wrong. I don't know if that's just me personally. That's just what I heard. I was like, <laughs> oh, Tim, oh. But no, I totally agree. I totally agree. Because in 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 another sense, you know, I feel like Rick, out of everyone, is the most uptight and the most rigid in a really, in a way that I don't understand. So there are certain mm-hmm. things that he is, um, he's not like Alex, you know, you know, rest in peace, Alex, you know, God bless Alex, right. who, <laughs> you know, who's aware of his obsess- obsessive compulsive disorder. And it's like, this right. is just how it is. I think Rick has a lot of other hangups that he doesn't, that are, that are not as clear, but, and then the way he works is within a, a, a very tight sphere, tight space. So you know, I, I, I get it in a way, like just letting it go, just doing what you um doing with what you have and, and mm-hmm. being a little bit more loose with it. Because to me, it was sort of obvious if you're working, if you have three different types of things going on, um, you just mix it up, just trying to make it work all together. Because at least mm-hmm. it comes from the same person. You know, if even if you're um, if you think you're addressing the same wearer of these clothes, um, at least you're the the common denominator there, so there's something you can make of that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do think Rick needs a push. He and we'll see later. He's real up. He's really uptight. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so and he moves on to Laurence, um, where he kind of leaves her alone, pretty much. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, I am I do not agree with this approach to, to local. It's yeah, it's unfortunate because I feel like that hurts her more. You know, in the mm-hmm. end, she's if she's not getting adequate feedback. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of I honestly feel like her work has sort of just been the same the whole season. Like it's been amazing, but mm-hmm. just like the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think Tim also has had run-ins with her where he's like, Laurence, doesn't this look like a normal jacket you could buy in a store? She goes, not when I'm done with it. I'm going to do special things. And he goes, all mm-hmm. right, they love you. So I'm going to move on. And yeah. I'm wondering with what he does with Aaron, he's had to do with Laurence too. Because mm-hmm. she can basically do no wrong at this point. But um, I know she just had this wonderful smile on her face. And I was like, okay, Tim, maybe... It's just like, you know what, Lawrence? I'm just happy to see you happy. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you be happy about whatever you have here. Just don't show belly button. That's it. And I was like, all right. Um But yeah. Um and so of course we have um a little a little talk with Aaron. And um I don't know. I I, I kinda think she's she's pretty much in a good place too. She just has to finish mm-hmm. and and you know, stop playing around with that embroidery machine just do it <laughs> mm-hmm. and um and then we're on to roberry um i just think everyone's confused by roberry and and he he said that he is confusion <laughs> so- oh, and, and he also does like the best i mean by this point it's like okay roberry has emerged as the best confessionals I- yeah. Um, oh he does goodness. that. He does that thing of the like. Look back. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm paying very much attention to the word that the that the judges were saying yesterday. Michael Kors cohesion. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah. It's so it's sweet. Hilarious. But I love it how he was just like, I was confused by the critique. They were confused, but I am also confusion <laughs> and it's about being confused. It's a good thing. I'm I'm confused, oh, guided by a clear sense of purpose. And I was like, yes, that is what you are. And I think that's fair. You just, mm-hmm. just let him be, let's let it embody in confusion however he wants to be. Um I just, but yeah. he's so sassy. He's just like, ugh, the judges. Ugh, they had a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> so upset. Um, yeah, he's my favorite. So, so, yeah. so we have uh, this race until the end of the day. And he did get um, new shoes. Who got new shoes? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go into this model fitting. That's where the shoes come up. So the models come in and that was one of the things that we spoke about before about Roberry's um, styling. The judges hate it because he was putting Mm -hmm. their sneakers and and loafers and flats and had their hair just doing normal things. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he put them in. He brought some red shoes as backups. Mm -hmm. What? I don't think I've ever seen that before. He used the accessory wall strategically. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you think those are just fab shoes? I loved it. I was like, yes. Yeah. But he brought those what? in. Those are his shoes. 
They must have been just fab shoes. But he brought them as backups. Yeah. Um, or something like that. I don't know. No, yeah. He Who had. Knows? He, okay. I just want to believe that he also had those shoes with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I think he right. bought them. But he bought them. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did. Um. Yeah, so so they basically go into this, and you know, I think he's reluctantly putting those shoes in. I don't know; it was a, a giant fu to, like, Robert is like, "Look, okay, great, you don't like my sneakers and my my loafers. Here, I'm gonna get you stilettos, and they're gonna be red and strappy. <laughs> so don't say anything else." Poor Robert; he's trying to mm. get away from his sexy Latin roots. <laughs> Just keep reeling <laughs> back in. All right, so. Um, let's run to runway day. And, um, of course it's, it's sort of the, the, the iconic part of finale part two, where they get up at four o'clock in the morning or three thirty in the morning mm-hmm. and, um, they all get ready. They're blurry eyed. They're really, really tired. They ride through Manhattan. Oh, okay. Across the Pulaski bridge. Um, and then they go into Manhattan and finally are at Lincoln Center where they can look at their huge runway. See, this is not at Lincoln week. Center this year. What? It's at it's at um the old um uh Penn Station. <gasps> actually. Wait a second. That's why it looks so different. I thought it was a separate entrance. Yeah, I was wondering yeah. what the deal was with the stage. Wait a second. Is that where spring break was? Yes. Oh, uh, my gosh. It's in that part of the building. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. They did not say anything about that. Is it me? Or did they not mention that? They didn't I mention it that. at all. Oh. Whoa. Wow. So, okay. I. Okay. Okay, Naylan, do you know? I have so many questions now. <laughs> because was Fashion Week just all over New York? I just assumed that it moved to Lincoln Center. It actually looked really great inside. Um, and so, no, this is in the old po- old part of the post office. Yeah. In Midtown. Okay. All right. That's so strange. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, maybe they had, like, you know, maybe they had satellite shows there. I don't know. It's it it is it it has become like this thing where people are always looking for different sorts of venues. Yeah. And I can imagine that for lifetime they're probably like, This is a venue that we can have for X number of days to prep and shoot mm-hmm. in a way that they could not really for like the regular fashion week venues. Right. Because I remember when they walked in there, uh, for, that that place looked humongous, larger mm-hmm. than normal. Yeah. And even after everything was set up, it looked like a, you know, of course, again, I've never been to a real runway show, but it looked like a proper runway show, <laughs> mm-hmm. or a proper runway venue, um, almost almost stadium sized. But mm-hmm. um, wow, I totally missed that. Yeah, it's in the old old post office. They do so much with that part of the building. It's weird. Um, so, Samelia, when you come down. <laughs> I know. Girl, I have visit. my ticket. <laughs> I have my ticket. Naylin, I'm coming. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. We are going to do We're gonna do Project Runway Location. Yes. Tour. Yes. Let's go around That's, to all that is the most. 
We gotta cut a move. <laughs> oh man. So of course so we go straight to um straight backstage with hair, makeup and all the adrenaline that goes with getting ready for this show, which I wanna know what time the show is. I bet it starts at seven AM. But mm-hmm. um the thing is that stood out to me was that Rick is so ready. Why isn't anyone else ready? Why is he the only one that's ready for this day that he's prepared for? <laughs> so Rick kind of goes around and just looks <laughs> looks at everyone else like, guys, this is so important. Like, Logance is on the floor, hand sewing something. Aaron is still embellishing things. And then Robert mm-hmm. is over there running around like, guys, I'm really ready. Why aren't you? It's just, <laughs> it's just like, calm down, Rick. Um <laughs> So yeah, yeah, but I, again, we have Roberry running into some issues in the in backstage with one of his models, um, who just isn't showing up for some reason. Mm-hmm. So he has to replace her with uh, Hildy, and he. So Tim is like, so we have Hildy. He's like, Hildy, okay. So the problem is the shoes, and Tim's mm-hmm. like, okay, no, we know, like we, she's the only one there, which I think is just so nerve wracking, but obviously something that happens all, all the time. Um, well, he's like, she's the only one. She's the one who's closest. All the others that were available were elevens. Yeah, yeah, which I think is a normal so. shoe size for people who are over five eleven. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Um, so anything else about this, this crazy behind the scenes before we, we move on to the actual show? Uh, Laurence has something split, has a, has her leather skirt split and I, I guess glues it back together. Yeah. Yeah. Did they ever even show how she took care of that? I think what she actually did was she, she sewed it. It looked as if she just kind of sewed it shut. Um, mm-hmm. But I think she also just definitely glued it. She glued it a little bit mm-hmm. um, so that it would stay together. No one's going to notice that. Right. So exactly. Honestly, it doesn't seem as frantic backstage as like past seasons. Absolutely not. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. my heart, my heart is always racing like backstage, but this time it was just like, oh yeah, you know, people are ready. They're yeah. finishing up. Yeah, well, the four of them ha- are really, like, kind of not high drama, like, very intense working mm-hmm. types. Yeah. And as, as Tim kept remarking, like, there's no greeting for me when I walk in. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> we're all working, Tim. Because <laughs> like... I think they looked up, they're just like, hey, Tim. And, like They're just like, hi with yeah. their eyes. They're just saying hi with their eyes <laughs> while their hands were... <laughs> hand sewing things that they actually need to do is like we know you're going to come in here and try to get us in a group hug we don't have time for that so what do you want wait a minute Hernandez, did you just say that they all were hising no they're saying hi with their eyes (laughs) what is hising what does that mean it's a new word what? It's like it, it wait, know, did you just like, um, I, it's I like with that. uh with, with Tyra talking about smizing. <gasps> smizing when you smile with yep. your eyes. Yep. So yep. if you Heisen. hide with your eyes, you're high. Oh, I love it. Oh <laughs> I think we both just made up a new word. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> well actually you made yep. it up. I just said the full thing. Hi with your eyes. <laughs> 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 all right um 
yeah so uh, and, and on that note basically the most dramatic thing that happened was that split in, in Laurence's skirt and she mm-hmm. just goes she's like oh oh shit let's just take care of this right now it was so low-key it's like oh yeah let's do this I yeah. know <laughs> Yeah, they didn't even bother with like a music sting. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Of like, (laughs) man, you know what? I would love to hear from the people who've worked backstage for all of these shows just to get their point of view of what, what it actually is like back there or how things are different from from season to season. Because, yeah, I agree with you, Smila. It was just like just really low key. Compared mm-hmm. to everyone else, um, I mean, the notorious season with um, with with, Mich- with Michelle who won, and the oh. guy from LA who just was not finished. Um, mm-hmm. I forgot oh, his man. name, but um, that was that was probably the most dramatic, um, mm-hmm. yeah, the scenes thing. Yeah, and you know they're also running um, the decoy shows at the same time. Oh, that's right, right. So yeah. So. So that's the other thing that's going on back there. Exactly. That is so interesting. Everyone gets a, almost the top five, essentially top six, probably get a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. All right. So let's jump to this and uh, uh, reminding everyone again, you can look in our show notes for the cheat sheet. So there are two links that go, one goes to our Facebook page and one goes to my website where I have it. Um, uh, and it'll pop out. Um, on on the workspace po- uh, work the workroom podcast blog I should say um, because it's in runway order uh, according to episode two or part two of the finale so um, before we we run right into it um, just to have to say um, before the designers come out of course our judges have to walk the runway first and we <laughs> have our judge strut. <laughs> with our normals and that is Heidi, Zach, and Nina plus Zandea who is an actress singer and now designer in her own right. She makes things mm-hmm. or makes or other people make things and then she says she did or whatever. So they do their strut <laughs> and um, to their their, um, their judges, their judge seats and yeah, take their photos. And, and I just have to say, Heidi, dress or boots, pick one. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it just looked like she was trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. It's like you already are a Valkyrie. Like, there is no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it it's still like I I appreciated it because the dress is, you know, for Heidi it's not that short, but it is mm-hmm. kind of short. But the metallics that just kind of run through the whole thing and ends at her thigh high boots, almost mid they're mid thigh high boots, they're not thigh high boots, mm-hmm. <laughs> mid thigh high boots. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I just thought it was really really, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, but I love Nina's dress. I thought Nina looked really, really great in her sequence, mm-hmm. fringy dress. Yes. Um, yeah. And so we also have Heidi who has to probably run backstage because it sounds like she's out of breath by the time she gets back out. 
I think she has a run <laughs> backstage and comes back out to do another intro for everyone and say hello and thank you to everyone and introduce the season 15, blah, blah, blah. Because she's like, well, <laughs> all right, so now we... I'm going to introduce you all to the judges. The judges are, and I was like, did they make her sprint back there and walk again? It's like, why? Why can't she oh, just no. walk from her seat? Mm. Anyway, so um, all right, so let's let's go, let's move on. So the first up we have is Rick, and I have to say that before when Rick walked off, we got a flash of Majin and Cornelius from the audience. And Cornelius mm-hmm. had his usual skeptical face going on. And I think mm-hmm. there's the, the only reason they show Cornelius or Majin was because he was sitting next to Cornelius and Cornelius was making that face. So I thought it was really, really wonderful mm-hmm. to see it back again. Um, One other thing that we just, I just, we just have to leap back. Yes. I, I, I just have to leap <laughs> back for a second because I didn't get to talk about it. So that zipper of Majing, that was really a thing that he was trying to do. Wait. Like oh, my god! wearing a mismatched zipper around oh. his neck. Yeah. That was thing. so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't bother me at all. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, I at this point, I, like, pretty much adore Majing. But, like, Really? Yeah. That zipper. Okay. Yeah. A zipper. A <laughs> denim zipper. <laughs> like... So anyway, that was, uh, you know, I didn't check to see if he still had it on this. <laughs> I know. I just, I just, we just assume. We'll just say yeah. that it was there. <laughs> it probably was. All right. <laughs> oh, Majing, you'll always be in our memories. So, mm-hmm. um, all right. So let's let's go to Rick. So, of course, on this, this cheat sheet, we have the top three mm-hmm. um, preview garments, and then below we have the Fashion Week collection in runway order, and then mm-hmm. the boxes that have the little turquoise outlining are from the preview collection, so we can sort of see how they have and or have not changed. Um, Man, you are a pro! Yay! I know. Yes. <laughs> Wait. I hope I did that right. I don't. I hope I didn't like mix up the, the ones. I probably. I probably mixed them up. But okay. I think I did mix them up. Now I'm seeing that it's wrong. So, Rick <laughs> so Rick has one where, um, because see, I couldn't tell the denim from each other. The second look or the last look, number three, is that one where she's holding that belt. Mm-hmm. He took the belt out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, let's go through the looks. So, um, you know, overall impression of this and, and, and how he responded to the judges. Uh, I thought very scrupulously paid attention to what the judges were doing. He did go back in and sort of mix it up and make it all look like one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, at the same time, like my overall sense of the collection was like forever 21 like i mean just like (laughs) like if you look at any of those pieces yeah now that you say it you know it's just like okay yeah this is like uh you know this is um the sorts of things that a 
kind of young woman would have in her wardrobe. Like, but there's nothing mm-hmm. to me that says like she would have to get them from Rick mm-hmm. and from and could get them from nowhere else. Interesting. But what about the embroidery and um, the arrows? The arrow bows? I'm just kidding. I hate the arrow bows. But um, <laughs> I thought the embroidery could have gone a lot more crazy. And, um, you know, the, the first dress here is the new dress that he made with mm-hmm. the patent leather. And mm-hmm. it also has his little logo there. It looks like the, the embroidered fish up top. Mm-hmm. And... Um, most of the silhouettes are pretty normal. You know, they're they're short A-line skirts and 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 high-waisted shorts with some detailing. The, the, to me, in this collection, the only thing that really is that special are the embroidered denim pieces that could have mm-hmm. been um, done a, li- a bit more crazily. There could have been more of them. And I'm just wondering if he just didn't want to work his aunts and his mom to death. So it's like, that's why you get people who are not related to you to do all this stuff. So you can sort of boss them around a little bit more. Maybe do a dress or, or do some more pants. I don't know. But um, I just didn't think, I think that you, was enough. I just think you don't embroider on top of a paisley. Yeah, like, that it was too much friends. going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like those things just ended up undercutting each other. It was forced. Yeah. Wait, so it was border on top of the... Was it was there paisley in the denim already? Yes, the yeah. print is a paisley pattern. Oh, I thought that was part of the embroidery. Okay. No, 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 no. Oh, interesting. Yeah, now I'm seeing it a little bit closer. Yeah, this mm-hmm. uh, to me what looked like strange texture is a paisley. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just I did not see that. Yeah, it's like it gets lost. I mean, when you're sitting in the seats of the audience or whatever yeah it just looks like weird not enough or it's like what's that (laughs) yeah yeah it just looked like a strange texture to me um i don't know i and what did you guys think about him taking those leggings off so we see in look number two from his or one of his preview garments and the second look is that preview garment reinterpreted and he took the leggings Mm -hmm. out I actually liked it with the leggings. I think it was more interesting with the leggings, but it I don't think it would have gone as well with the whole whole collection mm-hmm. if he had kept the leggings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, any other thoughts on this? I just it's I I just ended up feeling very disappointed. I you know. Um Ended up or but, started out? <laughs> well, you know, started out. <laughs> <laughs> what are you implying, Samelia? <laughs> Ouch. I, I, I don't think that's implying anything. I, I think that's just like stating it right I'm out. I'm very generous. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well then, on to Laurence. Wait, what was your what was your most disappointing look? I'm curious. I want to dig into I want to dig into Nayland's disappointment with Rick because I know you had very high hopes. What was your most disappointing look? Uh, I, I'm 
no, I mean literally in the in the first part of the finale mm-hmm. when they showed the rack and he had that that printed denim, I was like, "Oh no, this is bad news." Yeah. And and I think, you know, it's I it that was just like the signal that this is like a really weird choice. And I don't think that he had a real idea for the show ultimately for the, yeah, for the show ultimately or for the collection. So it's just these kind of separates that are really uh, just available anywhere. How did he make it this far? (laughs) I just kept, well, I mean, not, not to be mean, but yeah, I know. Like, what is his point of view? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, if, if he had gotten voted out in the first few, maybe the first five episodes, I would not have remembered that he was someone that was on the show. Oh, yes, man. he could easily have gone out in, yeah. instead of Alex. He could have easily have gone out in the first yeah. episode. Yeah. I would have been totally so, fine with that. Yeah, I no, I hear you. Yeah. Um, I think he'd, he got that far out of being like, not as bad as yeah as some other people were but Mm -hmm. you know but anyway so yeah and he also makes quality clothes and i know with this yeah with this group of people that's not enough because everyone um you know this this was a very high level group but Mm -hmm. i do think that this season, especially, you know, I think Laurent's got away with a lot of things by making them impeccably, even though they were boring. And I mm-hmm. think Rick got away with some things as well because, you know, you're sort of up against some people who are having issues technically. Mm-hmm. So he's technically very good, but I, you know, my, my, I don't know why I was just so annoyed with that last piece in the Doc Martens because to me, it seemed very off from the entire vibe that yeah. he was going for. And um, again, why this white dress and why in these Doc Martens, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. She seemed to be really kind of schlumping around in that, in that (laughs) too. Like, yeah. 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 That didn't, that didn't go. I mean, all right, yeah. all right. Let's, <laughs> on all right. to Laurence. Okay, on to Laurence. Enough of Rick bashing. Because I think, yeah. <laughs> all right, so next to Laurence, and of course, we have our three preview garments up top, and then the Fashion Week collection, the 10 looks mm-hmm. below. Um, okay, guys, so we open with the jumpsuit, the leather, thin, thin leather, olive green jumpsuit. That looks just mm-hmm. like her just fab jumpsuit. Um, that's neither here nor there. Um, and yeah, we have this whole collection going from um, from through through the tunnel of darkness into to the hope of light at the end. Mm-hmm. Of the day. So, um, any any initial or anything that stands out? Any any thoughts that you guys have on on any of these? Or Samelia, let's start with you. Yeah. <laughs> what What are your thoughts on Lagons? Because I gave her to you in your bracket. I'm sorry. So what? <laughs> That's fine. No. What did you What did you think? That. I just I wish it would have been. I don't. For some reason, I just kept thinking of Michelle. <laughs> hmm. Um, like I think the the color palette is kind of similar. Um. 
You mean Michelle, um, the season winner from? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I believe it's season twelve um, or eleven. No, season eleven was her season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just wish there were there was more umph. I mean, the little, the whatever she, play she did with the blouse to cover up the belly button that was that was kind of interesting but a little weird too but i don't know i was i was just kind of not not as intrigued overall by the collection and then that that brocade jacket blazer hmm. if 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 she had a couple more looks with that material i just feel like you know, it could have helped maybe or just done without it, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it actually reminded me of Wendy Pepper's collection from season one. Ooh, <laughs> ouch. Wow. I know. It was, it was I don't know why. It was it was just something about the sheerness of the shirt in the third the third look with mm. the really shiny, satiny looking pants and that brocade jacket. Um it just had this oneness i did not see a progression from dark to light i didn't see enough of that and i think in a way she Mm -hmm. had pulled herself back from working in a hue that i think she does very well in i would have minded seeing her do something in black or at least use something um, use these dark materials more there was a lot of light and that's also fine but if you're if it's going to be about the light just just do that why do we have to make a progression from this pseudo dark color to whatever so you know make a bright collection and that's it but i don't i i don't like the way she solved that peekaboo belly button problem um, mm-hmm. yeah i thought the shirt underneath was very looks very awkward and sloppy for logons it just doesn't make mm-hmm. any sense and I don't understand why she couldn't have just opened up the jacket. Like, why does it have to be closed like that? Um, oh, yeah. But in and of itself, the neckline is 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 just upsetting. It's it's off. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and, and, yeah, I just didn't think that she stayed enough with her concept to really make something that looked, looked, in, looked interesting. But... Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like with her overall, and maybe it's just because of of her spending all that time in France, it's like I look at this collection overall and I'm like, okay, this is exactly what people think about when they think of like, okay, how is it that these women are always so chic? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all of this stuff looks completely chic and completely defended. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think anybody would be wearing any of these clothes and feel particularly vulnerable, right? You're not, you don't feel like you've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. I think with any of them, even with the stuff that's, that I don't particularly like, no one is going to look at that and go like, you're nuts for wearing that or, mm-hmm. you know, so I, to me, it feels very much like her, like very tightly wound, very defended, and and very self assured in in what it has, you know, in in what she's decided is the way to get through the world. Right. But I don't feel like that's enough. It it's I, that's the sort of stuff that makes it kind of disappear on the runway because there's nothing there that's reaching out past the first row. 
I mean, so much of that mm-hmm. stuff had incredible detailing in the stitching. Mm-hmm. Like that jumpsuit has that amazing paneling in the back. Yeah. But but that's like something that you see when you're walking behind them on the street and you're like, oh, my God, like, that's incredible. Where'd you get that? Right. That's not something that you see from the runway. And I think there's right. there a few garments like that where you can't really see the detail from the runway because, you know, um, that last outfit, the last garment with the um, with the mesh skirt and the, the corseted mm-hmm. back. Um, top, which I didn't like at all. I thought it, I thought it dropped oh, really so strangely. Weird. The crotch so in the butt—it's just—it looks strange. But there's a lot of work in that bodice that you can't see. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. see yeah. it. It's so white. And even those shirts with the with the pearl um, embroidery, the pearl um, appliques—it mm. is so hard to see that. And. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's just a lot there that's just hiding and you have to get up close. I, I didn't even notice the the third from last outfit, which looks like the sac de poubelle, but mm-hmm. it um, and also, you know, a little bit more streamlined. I, I mm-hmm. didn't look like anything from afar to me. It didn't look like a callback to that second look that in, in the uh, in the army green. And mm-hmm. so. I just felt like a lot of it was just so lost um, mm-hmm. under, under these lights and in this venue. Just not mm-hmm. enough. So. Oh, look once. I know. Yeah. All right. So next we have Roberry with the preview garments up top and then the Fashion Week collection on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on this, guys? <laughs> you want to go first, Amelia? Uh- I love, I love, love, love his palette so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I feel like his collection was the most different. Like, I kind of didn't get some of it, but I felt okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, like I, I, I felt like I was still able to accept it. Yeah. I love that he, he did the red shoes across the board. I think that added some pizzazz to, Mm -hmm. you know, like with the colors and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I mean, I feel like it's like it, again, it sort of basically separates most of it, but I feel Mm -hmm. like every one of them is so thoughtful. Yeah. I just, I really love this. I thought it was actually one of the better collections that I'd mm-hmm. seen on the show in a long time. I totally agree. Yeah, man, that's for Barry. He's just, you can tell he's like putting his all into every mm-hmm. piece. Yeah, because I, I think that um, that skirt is new. And the skirt in the first look, I believe, mm-hmm. is new. And then the top in the fourth look. I mean, look at that is jacket. And oh, the yeah. third look. The third mm-hmm. and the fourth. The, those best. I oh just my thought, gosh. you know, the, the best part of the show was seeing the women cross each other. So seeing the meets mm. halfway down to sort of see how each one relates to the other. 
So, mm-hmm. of course, you have the skirts matching with the tops, but then you have this iridescent waistband around the first one. It's just got a, a hint of the craziness. And then you mm-hmm. have these come in and just kind of how they swish back and forth. And especially with mm-hmm. um, that brocade dress crossing mm-hmm. with that furry jacket, whatever it's made of. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. The mohair. <laughs> that- the mohair jacket. It's like I love that I love it. oh my yeah. god i wanted that like immediately oh, this is so good. <laughs> i, I, I when that was <laughs> it's such a good color so good. and i yeah. think that and and i okay so here is my shade <laughs> like like that dress the the sort of purple iridescent dress mm-hmm. is like the dress that that aaron wishes she could make <laughs> Like, Ooh. like, Ooh. you know, oh, you nailing. wait to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what? And and similarly, <laughs> like that blue jacket that's over the sheer um, white dress mm-hmm. is like the jacket that Rick wishes he could make. Because oh, it's like, man. you know, it's like a lot of that's like just a lot of those same moves. But the difference is when you have somebody who's really thinking about it deeply. Mm-hmm. And it goes mm-hmm. to a really different place. I just I thought it was like, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I saw those sleeves and um, and, and seeing them coming back and forth. I, I was thinking, you know, um, we've seen him make things like this you know very very similarly this is a a silhouette that that is very now that's very in with these sleeves we've seen lots of baggy and and voluminous sleeves on this season but Mm -hmm. the way he made them you know in my head Mm -hmm. it's sort of it's sort of flash i was like huh i think i would have expected aaron to make something like that but Mm. you know the when when Roberry does it i agree It, it just looks so sophisticated and also to see it in on two in two very different locations so Mm -hmm. the dress is you know a formal cocktail dress and then the mohair jacket is something that you 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 wear you know i don't know to i don't know new york go to grocery stores in this yeah but (laughs) you know but it's the same silhouette it is the same Mm -hmm. and so yeah and also in, in this um the 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 jacket with the clouds and everything on it with the very ethereal under piece with the white um to me mm-hmm. was one of my favorites but no the one next to it with the with the blue denim um mm-hmm. three-fourths length jacket that was my favorite mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one was my favorite i was like you know, mm-hmm. you know what i'm glad these these women are passing each other and seeing them pass on the runway was just incredible before yeah. the last thing flopped out i didn't like it I don't like the last book, but I i yeah. mean, my only question point is not the last one, but the one before that, that has where he oh, sort of macrame. where he laid that over that, that other um, more sort of cocktail dress, the naughty dress thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, fine. I get that. I feel like it could have been a little bit more integrated. Mm-hmm. Like I that, agree. those if those two things had been a little bit more integrated, that it would have been great. Yeah, but yeah. but um, but overall, I thought, yeah, it had 
I mean, I sort of talked about this before, but it's like to me, like the really good collections are the ones that have give you an idea about dressing. Right. Like like how you could sort of present yourself out in the world. Mm -hmm. They're inspirational, inspirational or provocative in some way. Yeah. Um, It reminds me of, of Tim's critique of Rick where Rick said he didn't want to be too provocative and mm-hmm. Tim comes back at him and says, oh, well, you got a long way before this gets provocative. And I was like, I wouldn't have yeah. felt so great about that. But Rick goes, OK, good. I don't, I wouldn't have been OK with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't think Roberry would have been OK with that either, because he is right. trying to convey a feeling and a sense and trying to have some type of of um, a, a connection with a viewer, whoever the viewer mm-hmm. is. And so I think that's that's the difference there. I res- I did respect the macrame over the dress, but um, I I just I just thought he should have ended with that cloud jacket mm. dress. That would have oh. that should have been the end. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or even do mm-hmm. do one of those quilted things that you do, but as a pantsuit. That would have been great. Put some pants in there. Make it a jumpsuit. I'm what? all for it. I know. I know. I'm yeah. all for it. Jumpsuit. Quilted jumpsuit. Oh, snaps. <laughs> I do. I feel like he's such an elevated designer. You know? Mm-hmm. I just love it. I agree. And okay. did he... So he got rid of those, like, bucket tie-at-the-waist pants. Yeah, he got rid of those orange pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're gone. And he got rid of, I believe he got rid of that shirt too that he made. That's, that shirt oh, is yeah. not in there anymore. Interesting. Unless, unless it's under the fourth look. I'm trying What's to under see. the fourth look? Um, the fourth look. Oh, maybe that is where it is. It might be because yeah, that's be closed up. You can't really see. Which I thought was, yeah. was really wonderful that he left that closed and then opened the vest up. Mm-hmm. Essentially the same. But, um, you know, without a panel on the back, but Ugh, I want that sweater. All right. I want that, right. I want that coat. I want everything. <laughs> I want those I want those skirts. I wanna now I wanna wear iridescent skirts like I'm a five year old. Now I think it's okay. Yes. So, yes. I want that. I want that now dress. It's, <laughs> <laughs> With the sleeves and all. It's like I wanna mm. wear a tutu to work. So um Okay, so let's go to our last finalist, Erin, mm-hmm. with her preview garments up top and the Fashion Week collection down below. All right, so, so Nalen, this time, do you want to start off with your impressions <laughs> of collection? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nalen. What were you your start? thoughts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my my thought is basically. I mean, uh, to hear other people get dinged for basic silhouette mm-hmm. when when Aaron is around is really shocking to me because I feel like looking back over the season, she has basically made like she has a particular type of pant that she knows how to make. She has a particular shape of dress that she knows how to make. She has a particular shape of jacket that she knows how to make. And that basically everything else has been a like coming up with a way to do a kind of, you know, 
interesting treatment on those shapes. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like that is, and and her ideas are like, let's have a sheer thing that has like strategically placed an embellishment. Let's have, you know, let's have a, a let's have the color yellow. Mm-hmm. Let's have, <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's have some bright stuff that is like applique in various ways around it. And I think that it's fine. I, you know, I think that it plays really well in this runway context, mm-hmm. but I do not feel that it is actually strong design. So that is my thing on her is that it's like, I get the fun part of it. Mm-hmm. And I get like the, you know, that that um, she has these ideas about scale of ornament, but I don't I just don't really I, I feel like it looks super thin and flat next to Roberry. Hmm. Or I could tell you how I really feel. <laughs> Go in, Malin. It's okay. Don't hold back. I won't be offended. <laughs> Even though she's on our, our our bracket, not offended. But no, I agree. You know, I just really didn't understand why everyone really liked, um, and we'll and we'll go into this later. But the third look, which is on, on the Fashion Me collection, so one, two, three. The third look, which to me, um, again, what she's been doing all season, the fabric carries it. The textile mm-hmm. carries it. Whatever she's done with it, however she's treated it, um, but it's a it's a basic A line dress with a low back and a V neck and interesting straps. But you know it's yeah it's shiny and you can see your face in it. So I can see how sometimes people are, might be attracted to those types of things. But it's mostly that it's a you know an um, I don't want to say an inspirational piece, but like an aspirational piece. Kind of like, oh, I wish I could wear that or be the type of person who would wear something that's so reflective and so bright and so shiny. And I think that is kind of the draw to her work. But but yeah, no, the pants, you know, the second look, you know, the same pants were in the second to last look. I I just I mean, yeah, I mean, I the to me, the best thing is the last look. Mm, with the right? bananas. That's that's the thing that feels like that that's really sums her up and is um is uh, you know kind of adult and is and the cut seems really right and the mm-hmm. and the length seems really good. How nobody talked about that pink th- like vest the dress? thing that she sent down. Oh. Wait, which one? The one next to it? <laughs> the no, the well, that top is unbelievable. That's the top that she made at the last minute, and yeah. it is unbelievably ugly. <laughs> but the but, <laughs> but the one, the look before that, with like the like where once again her oversized stiff coat, yeah, except it's a vest now over some other like pink thing, right? Yeah, again, they just didn't. No, nothing was said about it. I don't think Tim said anything about it. But, you know, maybe it just works out because it's not, it's a vest coat. And, and it also calls back to when she was sort of 
losing it and almost made that um that SpongeBob coat. <laughs> it's oh. in the same color. It's the same <laughs> yes, material. Yes, it's the same fabric. So okay, this is this just is, a revamp of that SpongeBob coat. This is the last thing I have to say. Well, <laughs> I have other things to say about it, but this is the last thing I'll say right now. It's like, when has Aaron ever made something that you can sit down in? <laughs> <laughs> you could sit down. Oh in no, it's true. One. It's true. Uh, well, four, well, you have six. Fun to sit every down every odd every. <laughs> All right, Sabilla, I will I will accept that defense. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one my life is too kooky for me to have chairs <laughs> I rely that's on right. one of my friends <laughs> oh my gosh it's too much it's like, no you know what happens Like, I have a friend who makes these chairs that are in collaboration <laughs> with my sequins and so where I place the sequins oh. and where I don't play the sequins it matches up where the chair parts are so you could sit in my dresses only on these Yo, chairs that I collaborated so with my friend from Nassar. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Straight to hell. Here's ah. I'm going straight to hell. But I knew that long ago. <laughs> this is it's why another we call it finale. It's another collaboration. <laughs> this is what it is. It's a chair collaboration with my sequence. All right. Oh, All right. Okay. Gosh. Okay. All right. But so, I'm willing to be persuaded. So, so what did you think? Yes, Amelia. I, I, I mean, at least you can see her point of view. Like, at least you see something. You know, oh, that's Aaron. It's yeah. true. Like, she, yeah. she has an aesthetic. You know, whether you like it or not, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it it works for her. I feel like I don't know. I. I like the embellishments. I like the, I like the silhouettes that she creates. You know, it's kind of like, I think she said in one of the episodes, like a sort of like this paper doll. Like you kind of see that mm-hmm. something fun, playful. Like you see that in all of her work. It's like this oversized, like little kid in a in a in a dress up outfit you know mm-hmm. it's like all like everything is all about fun and you can see mm-hmm. i have to say i really love what she did with that dress that sundress that she made and she cut mm-hmm. it up she cut up one of the tiers and puts this weird top overneath over over it which i'm pretty sure was neoprene with her sequence on it um so i thought that was an interesting way of, of solving that problem and uh, although Nayla hates it, that second to last top, I love it. I really liked it. With a little peplum on there. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you liked the peplum. I loved it. You know, we can never go a full season without a peplum. We almost did. We almost, almost did. Happened. Almost happened. Man, but, is this you know, really the first peplum? I, I think think it might no 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 because um because um what's what's her name had one who the the woman from uh baton rouge i think didn't she have a peplum on there peplum oh like tasha she might have yeah tasha had one okay might have all right that makes sense but there there weren't enough 
for me to note it. <laughs> I would have noted it right. if it happened over and over and over again. They were off track this year. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I Are you just going to say Aaron is off trend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at her shoes. She put most of them in mules. It's it is just so strangely retro. A lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, even the fabrication it's kind of like where are these women coming from um you know but i thought i thought the shoes to me reminded me of of the 90s they're just mules i, I don't think i've ever seen so many mules um and <laughs> and but I, I i just thought it it was um i agree at least at least very fun um just again not i don't really know i it just I've seen other other um, collections that look like this that kind of have a little bit of cheapness to them because I have wait one two three four five six the seventh look with that um, below the knee a line skirt that's very iridescent with that top to me mm-hmm. look look quite cheap and then along with the last look and we'll see later in the judging they ask her to take the jacket off and what she had underneath looks like something I tried to make last week and failed at. It just doesn't mm. look good, and um, and there's just certain things that that weren't impeccable, um, and and just just weren't very. Um, I don't know. I just I just don't really. I don't I don't get it. Well, but, I I I think that you are right. Like the all of the oversized de- detailing and um, and notions that she puts on there does really give it the effect of like here is a kid wearing grown up clothes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's like that's very much the tone of all of this right yeah with with very few exceptions but it's mostly like you know here's here's a girl playing dress up mm-hmm. yeah and especially with with like the coats, I think that's that's what's to me is so charming about those coats. <laughs> um, but also very very um, very one note about them. But um, I just have seen them too many times this season. I, I really really enjoyed watching them when they first started coming out. But I'm like, you're gonna make another one of those? Why? So, yeah. Because it's yeah. what she knows how to cut. Oh, I mean, man. That's how you do it. To me, that's kind of, maybe that's a little ingenious. You just kind of do what you what you know, and then put sparkles on them, as Zach loves. Like put some sparkles on, and uh, and <laughs> you just dazzle everyone. So um, I also thought her intro to her runway was very weird. <laughs> I think people in the audience look so confused. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what? like hi yes yeah and her moody designer but like (laughs) like, uh, yeah like uh, i mean the bag that she made that said moody designer Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i was like in my in my head i'm thinking you're gonna get sued for that (laughs) well it's but it's also like and this is i where i get maybe a little political with it it's like no, I won't get sued because I'm like this kicky, cutesy child of privilege. Like, how could anything go wrong in my world? 
and that and I felt like that was kind of what her intro to the runway was like too. Yeah, yeah. It was it was almost because I I have I have it on background running and it has the closed captions on and the mo- the amount of time she said like is kind of excruciating. It's like I'm just like <laughs> proud of like the whole experience and like. You know, this is my collection, and I hope you guys like it. It's like, oh man, come on! You are twenty nine. I know, I know. Uh, with your friends from Central Casting, I mean, I just. I know. Jeez. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So, um, so we'll move on um, through. Um, towards the judging because of course they leave the runway and they run back to the other runway where they're going to get judged. And um, um, I also have to make a note that they go through, of course, they ask everyone, who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to win? And they Mm -hmm. interview Nick Varios, who we'll all remember from the Keep Awesome Weird episode. And Mm -hmm. I don't trust Nick Varios. So when he said he liked Laurence, I was like, that's not good. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's, that's, all I had to say about that. Um, and also, oh, and also they interviewed some of the kids from Project Runway Juniors. Yes. And the only one who loved Aaron's thing that, that they highlighted was a child, which I thought was. That was the su- the super fan. Yeah. Oh, that was a that super was... fan? Yes. Oh, I thought that was a, a kid from Project Runway Juniors. No, the kid after her was was one oh, of the Project man. Runway Junior. Why would they give a seat to a child? Give that seat to an adult. Give you <laughs> and then interview one of us. I would love to sit in for those kids. Come on, what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so of course we get back to the judge judging with the normals and um, Zendaya, who feels so lucky to be here, and mm-hmm. um, yeah. So they go through each designer with their own feedback. And did anything sent out to you guys? with the judges reactions to everyone's collections um i you know i have to admit that uh, like i watched most of this twice Mm -hmm. except that i had sort of like i went through the runway shows and then did not watch through the judging twice so it's Mm -hmm. a little muddled in my head with the first go through yeah that's totally fine yeah i and samelia what about you um, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I've also got it playing in the background. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I did agree with, obviously, what they said about Aaron's being fun. And, mm-hmm. um, like, it was just, it was apparent. You didn't, you didn't need her to say that. Mm-hmm. When you see her, all of her work, it's like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, even her, you know, how she was dressed. It was just like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I have to say I loved her little dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it. It's like it's so strange, and you, of course, you made that. Um, she probably embroidered yeah. that the night before on the dream mm-hmm. machine. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, yeah, everyone, of course, just sort of um, gushes over it a little bit. But I, I thought their critique was mostly encouraging and loving, and mm-hmm. and not as. Um, I don't know. Not it was. It was more. Um, what do you say? More well-rounded, I think, than a lot of the other critiques that people got. So yeah. there are some things said about, especially of course, they make the model take off the 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 jacket, and they see the tank underneath that's really not as well made as everything else. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Zach talks about the separates not being as elevated as everything else, mm-hmm. which I completely agree. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I, but I think um, for everyone else, uh, the thing that mostly stood out to me was just Zendaya's voice. It's just very annoying. But um, <laughs> oh my goodness! You know, I just again her comments. I was like, oh, stop talking. Because <laughs> she would be like, oh, I want that, or whatever she said, like, yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, oh, you know, when she was introduced, like, oh, she's an actress singer and she's now a designer. And I was just like, why don't you bring on people who I feel are insulting to the backgrounds of the people that you're judging? So you have, mm-hmm. why don't say that she's a designer? I don't think she is. Maybe she is. Maybe, maybe. But I don't think what these people have gone through and what we've watched them go through right you know that they deserve a deserve feedback from zendaya or zendaya um Mm -hmm. because she mostly grunts and and wants and points that's it so um but i don't know i i i I, nothing else really stood out um other than you know for for rick they wanted more embroidery Mm -hmm. they wanted more of that and uh with roberry um I think they had a very glowing review of Roberry as well, and that they were impressed mm-hmm. with with the turnaround from the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was impressive what he did. It really was. Yeah. And they and he brought Heidi's most favorite piece as his uh um as his as his as his uh in his muse piece or which was uh, mm-hmm. his model was wearing the muse piece. Right. Um, and Zendaya. Yeah, and people were. We're going nuts for that. Yes. That look. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a daydream. Mm-hmm. That's what Zendaya said. And and like a what? Really? Whoa. Huh, look at that. That's, <laughs> no, that that was her reaction to it. And um <laughs> and, and look again, no one everyone loved that jumpsuit. Um, but mm-hmm. I think she she got the most visibly disappointed or most obviously disappointed review from the judges. So um, I think she was the one from the get-go I knew was not in the running to be the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, Which so, is yeah. kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially to hear that they wanted more. And I do believe that she felt like she made, she did more. And again, mm-hmm. going back to Tim, who I don't think really um, stepped in to push her for whatever reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um all right. So, um, do you guys want to move on to say who the third runner-up was? Sure. All right. So the third runner-up is Rick. It's Rick. It's Rick. Yeah, Nalan. I think you called it from the very beginning. Yeah. So Rick gets sent. Oh, Grant. Oh. Okay. Rick gets dismissed first. They say goodbye. Mm-hmm. All right, and the second runner up. And and the waterworks began. Oh yeah. Wait, who cries? <laughs> Rick cries. Oh, he does. <laughs> Backstage though, right? Backstage. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's a given. It's <laughs> gonna. <laughs> One thing I like though, like <laughs> it it does seem. I mean, they're they don't seem as like devastated you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. finding out that they didn't win it's still such an upbeat type mm-hmm. of experience yeah. like 
I agree. So that's really cool. I mean, they are a very professional group. Yeah. You know, like this four of them are all pretty, pretty professional. Yeah, I agree. All right. And the next person to be out is... Anyone? Laurence. Yeah. Laurence is the second runner-up. Um, and she's also quite happy. She's like, you know what? I got to Fashion Week. I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It almost, it's weird. It almost seems like she may have known that she wasn't going to take the whole, I don't know. Maybe not, but. It seems like she's still got a lot of wrestling to do. With. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot more she will be able to say or has to say. But yeah. she definitely seems so different now, even in this episode or these past couple of episodes, than she did during the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. And so you know, even, you know, we see her around her family, but even just in the workroom and, um, and just sort of, you know, even interacting with the hair and makeup, she just seems a little bit lighter. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're up yeah, yeah. So, you know, well, she's exhausted. I, yeah. I mean, I think it's like she was able, or it seems at least that she was able to build some trust. Mm-hmm. And it does, and, and it does seem like she feels a real connection with the other remaining designers. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is a group of designers she really respects. So mm-hmm. she respects, especially she's spoken about Aaron and she's spoken about mm-hmm. Rick and Roberry, all of them as mm-hmm. being um, true designers in her eyes. She's very opinionated. So she's like, yeah, I think mm-hmm. designers. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> all right. So we only had two left. So the first runner rep is. Roberry. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> so that means the winner is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's so fresh, isn't it, Naylan? It's just fresh in there. Okay. Okay. What were your okay feelings? Anyone feelings, thoughts, reactions? So one quick feeling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Out of a field that had more African American contestants, I think, than any other season. Mm-hmm. And a final four that had three people of color. Mm-hmm. The young white woman won. <laughs> oh. You know. <laughs> I'm just, and, and I, and it's, I just feel like I have to like put it out there to get, you know, yeah. to like just kind of get it out there. Cause there's a way that, like the type of attention that she received from the beginning mm-hmm. in in the edit and her you know i it that's a big source of my frustration mm-hmm. with her and and with her over roberry particularly yeah i i just didn't think it made any kind of sense and i i even you know i've always been a little uncomfortable with how much the the judges have fawned over her because I do think it is a bit awkward when the other designers are there who are doing perfectly fine work. But for you guys to be like, Oh my God, we've had, it is, has been so wonderful having you here. It has been Mm -hmm. 
so great. And that's Nina. Nina just going on and on and on. Yeah. And I was like, you know, we've had so much fun with you here. We love you so much. We love you. Love, love you. Love, love. It's great. But um, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was shocked, actually. I thought Roberry had pulled it off. Mm-hmm. His, mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought he had. I just, I just was like, no, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, why yeah. would you choose Aaron other than her personality? You know, I yeah. feel like that might have pushed it over as well. But, um, well, I don't know. And also, I just want to say, like, you know, of course we all know reality shows are no way to get to know any particular person. I don't know any, right. I, you know, as much as I've, like, seen Erin, I know nothing about her. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about what she's like as a person. I'm sure she's completely lovely. You know, I know mm-hmm. that she works hard. All of that stuff. It's, it is disappointing to me when the system kind of defaults even though there's not i don't believe i'm not a paranoid person i don't believe that there's like a chain of decisions Mm -hmm. that then lead to this outcome but it's distressing to me when they're when like an unconnected series of decisions produces a a really super expected outcome yeah Hmm. yeah yeah i mean it, it it is kind of and I was just thinking to myself how you're going up against people who have a lot of experience and and uh, and don't not necessarily they that they deserve it or they don't deserve it, but um, I don't know. I I just didn't think she did enough, and I thought that her critique was very fair from the judges, even though mm-hmm. they fawned over her. And from the critique, she should not have won. Roberry should mm-hmm. have won. So that part was was just completely like completely shocking, and also makes me wonder if this was a producer um, intervention, because I I think they were ready to not give it to her <laughs> and to give it to Roberry, but um, again I I think that is one of these things where um, I don't know it's 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 not necessarily based off of anything in terms of merit there is that other thing that um, mm. that kind of that kind of just swoops in and makes it so and i don't know i i just i just kind of i don't know i just i was really disappointed that she won even though Honestly, she's on my bracket yeah mm-hmm. the first time i watched it i was like of course aaron won like mm-hmm. i mean if you're if you're going by the you know the runway mm-hmm. like I mean, yes, all of them up to this point have earned this spot in in the finale, whatever, judging by their work over the season. But just going off the runway first glance, I just felt like, yeah, I mean, hers spoke the clearest um, mm-hmm. on the runway. Um, mm-hmm. But then watching it a second time, it's like, well, if you want to go for depth and as far as like who's a better designer like when mm-hmm. you really sit down and like Ribéry should have won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, and I think that that's I mean this really reminds me of like the when then when Gretchen won over Mondo. Oh god, that's so painful. Right? Ugh. But but it's also <laughs> but <laughs> but I think about it in terms of like the on, the ongoing effect. I think that like 
I believe that Roberry will continue to have a career as a designer mm-hmm. and that actually like doing what he has done has like put him in a really good place. I'm not so sure about uh, about Aaron doing that. Yeah. I mean, because we all know where Gretchen is. We don't probably all know where Gretchen is now. <laughs> She's Lynn Fort Green. <laughs> Somewhere. Oh really? Yeah, she lives. Well, I found an article about her a while ago. Um, but you know, she's she's. You don't really see her. She's still making work. She's still designing. But, but yeah, it was it was. I I I totally agree with that because on another sense, his collection was as crazy and as junior as, you know, maybe if Mondo were here today in this season, perhaps he would have won, but maybe he would have lost out to another another like white girl contestant but i mean who also makes perfectly fine clothes but there's just whatever it is it's, it's almost as if they just sort of move the marker around as to what to them would be the best this season because you know and it, and it happens all the time where um even with uh uh shoot what what is his name the freegan um oh shit oh. his name um oh my gosh I, i'm looking up right now fabio that's it is mm-hmm. um fabio's collection i think that year his clothes were more beautiful than the winner he he should have won but because his clothes were just too pastel and too hopeful. I don't know, whatever they used to, mm-hmm. to, to cut him down. Like, it just didn't make any sense. And it's almost as if, you know, if it were a different person putting together that show, then you would have said yes to it. And it's sort of the marker moves around um, in a way, because that Mondo Gretchen thing was just infuriating. Mm. And so this is, this sort of, to me, is... Um, you know, I just, I yeah, just, yeah, I and and you know, overall, perhaps it just came down to a taste, but, but I, I, I kind of think the producers, in my opinion, probably had more of a say in who won. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that I, I, you know, definitely she had a consistency mm-hmm. throughout the season, and um, and I could see, you know what you say, Samila, it's like the first time you watch it through, it's like, okay, well, these really pop off of the runway. And and definitely you can see the way that like Laurence's kind of disappeared on the runway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and so I can see the attractiveness of that. Yeah. Yeah. And she went last. I don't know if that makes a difference. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, as you know, Ernest, I, I, I like texted you immediately and I was know. like, "Cause I hadn't watched it yet, and so because I, oh really? I, yeah, I oh, have I'm the. Sorry. No, 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 it's totally oh, fine no. because I, I, I have, I bought it on Amazon, and so I get it the next day. But I woke up the next morning at six o'clock so I could, so I could watch it <laughs> early. And I just, I was like, I'm going to watch it and I'm going to go to work afterwards. I was really disappointed. But I, I, when you texted, ugh, ugh, I was like, Aaron won. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I did not. It's true that Um, I was not that technically that was not a spoiler. It wasn't a spoiler, (laughs) but I was like, oh man, I think, I think that means Aaron won. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was just ugh. And I was like, oh, well. <laughs> sorry. No, it's totally fine. Because I was retweeting like crazy. I was just like, whatever is about Project Runway, I'm retweeting that tonight. Because <laughs> I think something else is happening in politics. I was like, nope, not, not thinking about that. Tonight is finale. And we're just, I'm just retweeting finale stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I knew it. Um, I don't know, but I, I, I kind of think she's, I don't think she's going to go away. I don't think she's going to really, um, fade into the background or anything like that. I think she's a little too cool for school for that. Um, she's going to, she's definitely going to collaborate a lot more. She might move to Brooklyn. Yeah. I think she's going to have a great <laughs> accessory line. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just I, no, like I'm Gretchen. I think that she could do like a really great accessory line. Yeah, yeah. I'd actually, wait, I mean, where? The bags and the glasses? It just like coming up, she, yes, coming up with like wacky things. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like she could have, you know, maybe just put neoprene into the mainstream. That's, that's. That almost right. There you that go. should be what it is. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. If Neil she hops in a time machine and goes back about four years, <laughs> like what? <laughs> Maybe that's where she is. That's her retro. Her retro is four years ago. So. Yeah, didn't you hear? She grew up in Utah. So oh, that's another thing. I think that's that's something that they also like too. This is ex Mormon girl. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like Jay, Jay McCarroll, who shouldn't have won his season either. <laughs> he stole that yes. one. Um, yes. But the same thing. It's like, wow, he's so creative in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, what? Are you? You can be creative anywhere. Anywhere. You can be creative in the tundra, in the Arctic. You can be creative wherever, in, in Death Valley. doesn't matter that you're in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. It doesn't make you more creative just because you came from a place that they don't think designers come from. You know, anyway, so enough. I'm, I'm, I can rant all day about that. Still love yes. Jamie Carroll. Just don't think he should have won yes. the first season. So, all right. Okay. A deep any, cut there. Any last thoughts, guys? Just to come uh, off my rant. Best Swatch season ever. Oh, Swatch. Yes, I agree. Yes. <laughs> right? So We got quality yeah. time with Swatch Man. all year long. We got sassy mm-hmm. Swatch. We got mm-hmm. barking yeah. Swatch. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Swatch is, is like the major manipulator to giving. Clearly, giving, clearly giving Swatch's agent has, did a great negotiating job this yep. year. Yep. Yeah. I want a Swatch shirt. Yeah. All right, guys. And and no more like wacky. I like like what? Uh, what about that big light switch? Like oh, that never yeah. came back. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> the the prop people who made that it's at their house it's like we spent 15 hours on this okay it's gonna get another life in my flat or i don't know whatever yeah yeah that thing was huge i'd bring that home <laughs> why wouldn't you use that at least twice <laughs> i know or next season just use it for the next season <laughs> yeah oh my goodness so yeah all right. Any <laughs> last thoughts, Amelia, guys. before we go? No. All right. No. <laughs> yes, it's been so <laughs> fun. <laughs> We've it's, talked it's for over two amazing. hours, guys. 
This has I been know. a very, very well, long recap, but I mean, it, it's warranted because there was a lot. Well, to, to be say. fair, it was a yeah. two hours worth of show. Yes, that's true. That's true. We've done pretty good per show. <laughs> yeah, this is actually <laughs> a record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, and of course, again, um, we're going to have a little bit from Shanice Ariel afterwards. Um, so hopefully she has made it safely to Austin and then mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, can talk to her from there. But before we go, Nayland, um, where can people find you? And do you have any announcements? Um, let's see. Uh, you can find me on, on Twitter at Nayland Blake, all one word. You can find me on Instagram at Nayland W Blake. Um, all one word and no announcements, just like getting ready for some stuff in the new year. Um, I'm going to be doing some, some lecturing about my work in a few different spots, but, um, but, but nothing too big. Oh, um, I have a weekly cartoon in hyperallergic.com, um, every Friday called Inktuber. So you can take a look at that. And I just want to say Thank you guys. This is like uh. so much fun <laughs> getting to do this. <laughs> it is so lovely being your guest. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, and and thank you, Nalen. <laughs> yeah. It's always so fun to have you and to have your input and, and your you know, adding the snark. <laughs> we weren't adding the snark. Absolutely. Who else would do it? <laughs> you're the great instigator of snark so kind of, kind of brings out the best in all of us it is the way of my people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right and then also Samelia, since you're back um i know, I know. yay so where can people <laughs> find you and do you have anything to announce um, everyone can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Textile Bags. That's T-E-X-S-T-Y-L-E Bags. And also through my website, TextileBags.com. And I am working on some new stuff for the new year with some things that I got from Malaysia. So. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! <laughs> Just be on, be on the lookout. Yay! <laughs> Great, and and, yeah. of, and of course you can find me on my website erinezdavis.com and on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at erinez h e r n e a s e, and um, you can find all of the links to all these wonderful things that Nayla and Samelia and I and Shanice are doing in the notes page uh, or in the notes section of of the podcast. So. So yeah, so thanks guys. This has been really, really wonderful to have some time and just kind of, you know, vent and and hash out Project <laughs> Runway on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is wonderful. Yes. Um, so, um, and this, of course, is the, the season finale. It's the final um, episode of the season for the Workroom Podcast. So we have 25 episodes for you all to go through if you haven't been able to peruse through all of them. So... Um, we go through every single one, starting with um, Project Run- Runway All-Stars, um, Season 5. Okay, so 
if that's it, then guys, we're gonna say goodbye. Bye. 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 Project Runway is iconic. And to win it is gonna be like a huge kickoff to the next part of my life. <laughs>